we often ask ourselves, um, where does the government, the state, or we ourselves individuals, young people, the academe, researchers, etc., etc., people in social movements, people fighting for climate justice, position in this very kind of discourse. In this podcast, we are going to dive into the dynamics of development, mapping through um, historical footprints and looking into populist approaches in the contemporary response of, di- of two different states to climate change. This is the Philippines and Thailand. We are going to base these responses through their first nationally determined contribution that they have passed in the UNFCC. So here we are again. Yes, we are going to have a podcast today. This is Carmela Francesca Adelantar, a third-year political science student from the University of the Philippines, Visayas. And we are going to talk about climate change, development, politics, populism, and how these countries and state actors or political actors interact with each other. This may sound boring, but I'm sure that Uh, I'm gonna make this less boring to talk about this really, really big um, topics, which is climate change, politics, development, and history. You know, everyone, it's really interesting to look into climate change and politics. If we see politics in Philippine I mean, in the Philippine political system, is very entertaining. It's like, um, like the people always say, it's always like a circus. But haven't you checked how is the dynamics of politics when leaders talks about climate change? Well, it's really interesting. Now that the conference of parties, 76 conference of parties is coming here, there are a lot of free top activities. Wherein there is really a trending um, um, speech done by Greta Thunberg during this pre-cup activity in Milan, Italy. There she quoted Boris Johnson as this is not the, some, ex- some expensive politically correct green act of bunny hugging. Fighting climate change calls for innovation, cooperation, and willpower. But she said that science did not lie. Then she said, Build back, ba- build back better, blah, blah, blah. Green economy, blah, blah, blah. Net zero by 2050, blah, blah, blah. And these are all we hear from our quote-unquote so-called leaders. Words that sound great but so far have not led to action. Our hopes and ambitions drowned by empty promises. These are really um, um, big um, part of the speech of Greta Thunberg that sparked a lot of international media, including The Guardian, Reuters, and etc. This is like really punning these leaders telling that we that they quote-unquote have really great ambitions to act on climate change, but none of, none of that was able to materialize. So she uses blah 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 as a mock to it. So it's really really fun to look into the dynamics between concerned groups, cause-oriented groups, and 
and the state acting to climate change. But we are not. We are that, that. That is just something that is testing the waters here in this podcast. Because what we are really going to talk about is how does political development is being is viewed in in a in a historical perspective. No. Um. And the dynamics that revolve around climate change, politics, and development. They said that um, current climate change is about science, lang din naman, because um, you have to act on it scientifically. You have to deplete um, greenhouse gases to to prevent the uh, um, the depletion of our ozone layer, etc., etc. But we we always look into science always how we look into the 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 areas of politics social sciences sociology um development when it comes to that because what from what i what i am uh try uh, i mean from in my perspective climate change for me is not just only about science but this is an interaction between institutions, between theories, between form of governments, between leaders, and between individuals. When we interact with each other, the way we interact with the environment, the way we get our resources from the environment, and how we we give back to that. Um, but every time we get something from, from the environment, the act that we give back or the act that we preserve or restore it which is really important to look into in the dynamics of social sciences not only in natural sciences of course the two has to work together and acting for climate change not only that natural science could be the solution but the two could work in this podcast we are diving into two different readings um, looking into the, the historical footprint and other um, approaches in political development. These readings are um, Introduction to International Development and the Influence of Politics in International Development. What was significant for me in these readings are on the first reading, we used this as to provide framework in this podcast as our analysis with the, with the arising um, scholarly interest on populism. There in the reading said by Forsyth and, and other authors said that most significant shifts in recent thinking about development have been in direction of sustainable livelihood approaches and rights-based approaches to development. When there's always um, an emphasis on these words, sustainable livelihood approaches. We have to put an underline of sustainable there. And on the next one is rights-based approaches. Now we have, again, to draw, a, to draw an underline on the rights-based there. Sustainable and rights-based. Which significantly looks or is leaning into populist approaches. This is talking about, quote-unquote, the people the majority, the masses. So, these approaches, as said in the reading, have, elect- ha- have an elective affinities with populist ideas, quote-unquote, 
putting the people first or quote-unquote putting the poorest first or empowering the poor. Ito yung parating sinasabi na, uh, that like people always say. Uh, we have we have to be the voice of the voiceless. We have to amplify the voice. We have to create change within the community to empower the poor. And these are leaning into the theoretical um, uh, dynamics of um, populist approaches to political development to act on climate change. Sometimes people say, populism is bad because this is how media pictures of populism. But populism is not just only applicable on analyzing individual leaders. But populism has been longly practiced, long practiced by different groups of people, social movements, even so. Not only social movements, but political parties, social campaigns, and etc. Little do you know, when you join organizations, the way you brand yourself, it's already populism. Like serving the people, serving the marginalized, it's already leaning towards populist approaches or leaning towards populism. Well, populism did not emerge in the early um, social thinkers like Aristotle um, or, um, or Voltaire and etc. But populism emerged during the age of, of enlightenment, during Machiavelli, when there was a massive um, response of the people to the different problems in the, in the society. Well, on the second reading here, which is really, really interesting, is that it, that we were going to use looking into the populist approaches of Thailand and the Philippines on climate change is that political development translates into economic growth. We have to really emphasize that. Political development translates into economic growth and industrial development as well as general performance in the economy. We really have to, to always remember that political development and economic development is a two different thing. It's, it's like a one-is-to-one approach that when, there's a, when, when political development or moves forward, it's steered economic growth. So, they do not happen, the two do, do not happen at the same time. But they, it is a cyclical process. When political development or development in politics moves forward, and so economic and industrial and industrial development as well. For when for when political development is is moving, it translates into policies that concerns economy, that concerns transportation, that concerns um, industrial development, building bridges, building etc. etc. This translates to the general performance of not only of the economy, but of the society in itself. You know, everyone, it's really interesting to look into climate change and politics. If we see politics in Philippine I mean, in the Philippine political system, is very entertaining. It's like, um, like the people always say, it's always like a circus. 
but haven't you checked how is the dynamics of politics when leaders talks about climate change? Well, it's really interesting. Now that the conference of parties, 26 conference of parties is coming here, there are a lot of pre-top activities wherein there is really a trending um, um, speech done by Greta Thunberg during this pre-top activity in Milan, Italy. There she quoted Boris Johnson as this is not the, some, ex, some expensive politically correct green act of bunny hugging. Fighting climate change calls for innovation, cooperation, and willpower. But she said that science did not lie. Then she said, build back, bla, build back better, blah, blah, blah. Green economy, blah, blah, blah. Net zero by 2050, blah, blah, blah. And these are all we hear from our quote-unquote so-called leaders. Words that sound great but so far have not led to action. Our hopes and ambitions drowned by empty promises. These are really um, um, big um, part of the speech of Greta Thunberg that sparked a lot of international media, including The Guardian, Reuters, and etc. This is like really pawning these leaders telling that, we, that they quote-unquote have really great ambitions to act on climate change but none of, none of that was able to materialize. So she uses blah 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 as a mock to it. No? So it's really really fun to look into the dynamics between concerned groups, cause-oriented groups, and and the state acting to climate change. But we are not. We are that, that that is just something that is testing the waters here in this podcast. Because what we are really going to talk about is how does political development is being is viewed in in a in a historical perspective now um and the dynamics that revolve around climate change politics and development they said that um current climate change is about science lang din naman because um you have to act on it scientifically you have to deplete um greenhouse gases to to prevent the um uh, um, the depletion of our ozone layer, etc., etc. But we we always look into science. Always, how we look into the 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 areas of politics, social sciences, sociology, um, development when it comes to that. Because what from what I what I am uh, try uh, I mean from in my perspective, climate change for me. It's not just only about science, but this is an interaction between institutions, between theories, between form of governments, between leaders, and between individuals. When we interact with each other, the way we interact with the environment, the way we get our resources from the environment, and how we we give back to that um but every time we get something from from the environment, the act that we give back or the act that we preserve or restore it, which is really important to look into in the dynamics of social sciences, not only in natural sciences. Of course, the two has to work together and acting for climate change. Not only that natural science could be the solution, but the two could work. 
in this podcast, we are diving into two different readings, um, looking into the, the historical footprint and other um, approaches in political development. These readings are um, Introduction to International Development and the Influence of Politics in International Development. What was significant for me in these readings are on the first reading, we used this as to provide framework in this podcast as our analysis with the with the arising um, scholarly interest on populism. There in the reading said by Forsyth and, and other authors said that most significant shifts in recent thinking about development have been in direction of sustainable livelihood approaches and rights-based approaches to development. When there's always um, an emphasis on these words, sustainable livelihood approaches. We have to put an underline on sustainable there. And on the next one is rights-based rights rights-based approaches. Now we have again to draw a, to draw an underline on the rights-based there. Sustainable and rights-based. Which significantly looks or is leaning into populist approaches. This is talking about quote unquote the people, the majority, the masses. So these approaches as said in the reading, have, elected, ha, have an elective affinities with populist ideas, quote-unquote, putting the people first, or quote-unquote, putting the poorest first, or empowering the poor. Ito yung parating sinasabi um, that like people always say. Uh, we, have, we have to be the voice of the voiceless. We have to amplify the voice. We have to create change within the community to empower the poor. And these are leaning into the theoretical um, uh, dynamics of um, populist approaches to political development to act on climate change. Sometimes people say, Populism is bad because this is what, how media pictures of populism. But sa, populism is not just only applicable on analyzing individual leaders. But populism has been longly practiced, long practiced by different groups of people, social movements, even so. Not only social movements, but political parties, social campaigns, and etc. Little do you know, when you join organizations, the way you brand yourself, it's already populism. Like serving the people, serving the marginalized, it's already leaning towards populist approaches or leaning towards populism. Well, populism did not emerge in the early um, social thinkers like Aristotle um, or, um, or Voltaire and etc. But populism emerged during the age of, of enlightenment, during Machiavelli when there was a massive um, response of the people to the different problems in the, in the society. Well, on the second reading here, which is really, really interesting, is that it, that we were going to use looking into the populist approaches of Thailand and the Philippines on climate change is that 
political development translates into economic growth. We have to really emphasize that. Political development translates into economic growth and industrial development as well as general performance in that economy. We really have to, to always remember that political development and economic development is a two different thing. It's, it's like a one-is-to-one -one approach that when, there's a, when, when political development or moves forward, it's steered economic growth. So they do not happen, the two do, do not happen at the same time. But they, it is a cyclical process. When political development or development in politics moves forward, and so economic and industrial and industrial development as well. For when for when political development is is moving, it translates into policies that concerns economy, that concerns transportation, that concerns um, industrial development, building bridges, building etc. etc. This translates to the general performance of not only of the economy, but of the society in itself.